Emily Grace Miller here. I'm here to encourage you in marriage, motherhood, and just life in general, whatever that looks like to you. I'm here to encourage you that you were created to be able to withstand the storms of life. You were created to overcome whatever life has in store for you. You were created to transform and grow right where you are, to not just survive life, but to thrive in it. I am here to remind you that you are beautifully and fearfully made and you have a purpose. It just all simply starts with you. Hey guys, it's episode five of It Starts With You. I'm so excited for today's episode. And again, I just have to cover this. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for being encouraging. Thank you. I also wanted to say, um, if you guys ever want to go to my Facebook page, emilygrace.miller, you do need the dot in there. So E-M-I-L-Y Grace dot Miller on Facebook. Um, I would love to get your guys' input on what topics you would like to hear about. If there's something you would like, if something encouragement on, whether it's mental health, motherhood, marriage, um, cleaning, I'm more than happy to give you some cleaning tips that I've accumulated over the years. Being an undiagnosed ADHD mama myself, I'm all about effective cleaning hacks. So all or cleaning routines. My biggest thing is cleaning routine. But anyway, so if you want, feel free, go to emilygrace.miller at Facebook. And I haven't figured out if I'm going to start using Instagram. I don't know. Is that something you guys would even follow? Like, I don't know. Anywho. Uh, So drop me your thoughts. I would love to hear what you guys need. But today's topic is motherhood, especially stay-at-home motherhood, especially learning to say no as a stay-at-home mom. If, If you struggle with telling other people no to helping them because you're a stay-at-home mom and you probably, you know, I don't know about you, but I've definitely had the thought, well, I'm home. I can put my dishes off to go help somebody else. And while that is, there is a time and a place for that, 100%. There's been so many times, actually, where I have felt the, the nudge to just, like, God has told me, go help this mama out. I will take care of your stuff. I will help you run your household. But today I need you to help her. And God has totally come through. Like there was one time I went to go help a friend and my sister who lived two and a half hours away showed up out of the blue, knew where my spare key was at. I think it was my sister. Anyway, someone really close to me came over to my house and did my dishes when I wasn't home and didn't even tell me they were there. Like I'm telling you, God will come through for you when we take care of other people. But there is something about learning to say no as a stay-at-home mom. And learning that was really hard for me because I really like helping everybody. I really like being there for everyone. I really like knowing that everyone can count on me. But this actually caused a huge issue in my marriage in the beginning. Like it was the beginning years, so I was still... I, we weren't out of our house yet. We, we hadn't changed careers yet. So Chloe was 
two or three, you know, and for all you new mamas out there who have under three or two, give it a few years. I'm I'm not kidding you. It, it, the first three years are, there's just something about adjusting to being a mom in the first three years, like hang in there. It does feel more natural. If it doesn't feel natural already, everybody's situation is definitely different. So it was the first three years of being a mom and I'm, Chloe is such, she's always been such an amazing, um, uh, just, I hate calling her an easy kid, but she was such an easy kid. She was, she was an easy kid for me to parent the way that parenting comes naturally to me. So it wasn't that she never did anything and never tested my limits and never did this and never did that. It was just at three years old, I could tell her, Hey, like, you're not going to scream at me in the store like that. Like I could grab her from the store, left my groceries in the car, you know, in the car, in the middle of the store and walked out. We got out to the car and I had a conversation with her and it worked. She never threw a tantrum again. Like she just, she responded to my parenting. I, I don't know how else to explain her. She's just, she is a thoughtful kid. So I definitely lucked out with having a very calm child while I was going through my mental health journey. Anyway, I digress. So Jesse and I, and this is when Jesse was gone all the time. And so when he would come home and the house would be a wreck, because let's be honest, when he's gone for two weeks at a time and Chloe and I are eating PB and J's for dinner and frozen pizzas and lasagnas, uh, I didn't maintain the house chores because I was already struggling with maintaining my own mental health that him being gone sometimes was actually a relief except at night because I couldn't sleep at night because he was gone. So then I was running off of and this is all going to tie in guys bear with me. But I one of the three things that I really learned about my mental health was when my house was maintained, I was eating healthy and I was getting sleep. When I took care of those three things alone, my mental health has changed oh my gosh, like it is all so tied in. So when none of those things are being taken care of, when I'm not maintaining our home, when I'm not eating healthy foods, and why wouldn't I cook a healthy meal for me too? Like, why do I only do that for, why did I only do that for Jesse? And like, anyway, I ask myself so many questions at the of the past me, like, why did you do that? So Jesse and I were having a conversation. Uh, well, actually, it was kind of just a full-blown fight because I got home and he was home before me. Very rare occasion that he got home and he saw the house a wreck. And he's like, where have you been? And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me you were home? And he's like, because I was trying to surprise you like, <laughs> to be home and I'm coming home early. And I'm like, oh, well, hi. And he's like, what happened? And I'm like, well, I was helping a friend out today. She really needed an extra set of hands. Like they're trying to move and something. And he's like, you know, I've really been noticing that you're always running off to take care of everybody else. He goes, but our house is suffering. And at first I was like, well, how dare you tell me how to spend my time? Like I was really, really angry at him at first. And I think I was actually angry at him for a couple years over it. I was just like, man, who is he to tell me how to use my time and this, that, and the other. And I just kind of, I really held a grudge. And then it wasn't until time, 
my heart healed a little bit and I was like learning to, I was going through a forgiving phase of just truly for forgiving him. And, um, I realized like, oh my gosh, all he wanted was a clean home to come home to. Like for the short time that I worked full time and I was a full time student and I had to do my clinical hours while I was in the dental assistant program. So between Jesse and I, we were both gone 80 hours a week. And in that time, I would come, if he got home first, I would come home to dinner cooked. I would come home to the house picked up. Like, he, he's not saying like, hey, I'm I'm expecting you to be the maid around here. Like, that's not what it was at all. And it wasn't until I was in the dental assistant program that I realized like, oh my gosh, this guy just, like, of course, who wants to go home? Who wants to go to work for 12 plus hours a day and come home and have your house trashed and you weren't even there to make the mess. Now I get it. Life, life happens, you know, kids are messy, but there's one, there's a few things that I've learned in my journey of being a stay at home mom that have really helped my mental health. And one of those things is saying no, telling people no, like, Hey, I would love, especially once we had a second kid, I really had to learn this. Um, had to learn to say no in the sense of, and it, 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 I hated it. I hated having to say no. That's the thing. Like, I didn't, I don't want to say no. Like I have one friend that I used to help her with her shop all the time. And there were a couple of times that she asked me, she's like, Hey, are there some dates that you can cover for me? And I was looking at it and I'm just like, I, I want to say yes. So bad. Like I want to make this happen. But there, I had some prior arrangements that came up and I, I had to tell him like, I'm so sorry, but I can't like, and normally, especially if I lived closer, I would have like crammed it into my schedule somewhere and I would have made it work. But I just got this nudge, like it's time to say no. It's, it's time to, and not forever. Like, I'm not saying I have to lay down helping my friends forever, but my family's well-being has to come first. My quality of my home being taken care of is my top priority. And that's, that's another thing that it's so learning to say no. And when I learned to main, when I started treating being a stay at home mom as a job. So I was kind of, here's the thing. Society tells us to enjoy our kids while they're young. Society says they're only going to be young ones. And they say that the dishes are always going to be there waiting for you. Absolutely. I am not bashing on any parent here. But I am the point I am trying to make is cleaning house, maintaining what we have, that's part of motherhood. That's part of being a Proverbs 31 wife. And that's always been my heart. That's always been my goal. And yes, before anyone messages me and says, but the Proverbs 31 wife had maids. Yes, yes, she had maids, but she made clothes for them. She took care of them. She took care of everybody in her household, ran a business, and still made all of her, and still sewed the clothes. And not only did she run a business, she ran a vineyard. So I, I, yes, there is help. Wherever you go, just like we will have help and all of our tasks. 
But I really feel like for me, I gave myself the first three to six months of not worrying about a cleaning routine when I have a baby. I did it with Chloe. I did it with the second baby. And if for some reason we ever have another one, I will do it again. My aunts, um, um, my aunts and my cousins, whenever I would, they would check in on me after having a baby and I would say, Oh, you know, my house is trash. And they're like, yep, it's going to be like the first time I had Chloe, my aunt told me, just don't rush to the dishes. The dishes will be there. Get to them, nap when she naps, get to the dishes when you can. And that definitely is what I needed, you know, in the beginning. But that doesn't mean we do that for our kids' entire childhood. Because I think it's so crucial that we show our children how to take care of what we have. Because here's the thing. God says to be good stewards. To be a good stewards, good steward means to take care of what you have. He says, take care of what you have and more will be given to you. If we don't, t- if I can't take care of our 43 foot travel trailer right now, RV, whatever. If I can't take care of that, who's going to say I can take care of a 3000 square foot home? Who says that I'm going to deserve to take care of a bigger home if I can't take care of what I have now? And let me tell you, I am not perfect. Okay. I am not saying I'm perfect by any sense of the word house cleaner. It's not like I get up and say, yes, I can't wait to scrub the toilet today. No, but it's my job. It's my job to show my children how to maintain a home. It's my job to bond with my children. Yes, 100%. I was listening to a friend's podcast the other day and she was talking about how it's our job to raise strong individual children and it's our job to raise um, to bond with them. Absolutely. Guess what? And it, this totally got me thinking. I'm not bashing on her at all. I'm just saying we can bond with our children while we're doing cleaning, while we're cleaning the house together. We can bond with our children while we're teaching them, hey, we're going to pick berries and then we're going to prep them and freeze them for the winter. We're going to do can't like there is something to be said about doing life with your kids. We're not meant to just sit on the couch all day and binge watch Netflix with them and then get mad because their rooms are a disaster. It's our fault if our kids' rooms are a disaster. And the first time that Jesse put it on me that Chloe's room was a mess, I was actually pissed, like quite pissed. And he's like, well, did you make her do it? And I'm like, well, I asked her two, three times and I'm done asking. Like I, I am to a point where I'm done repeating myself and like you're your actions will have consequences. But he kind of has a point like, okay, we'll teach her how to do it. And it was, and honestly, it all came like, for me, it was out of laziness. Like I didn't want to get up. And especially when I was going more so when I was going through my depression and my mental struggles and my life was controlled by my emotions when I was living that sort of lifestyle, it was really hard for me to stay, you know, keep reminding Chloe to stay on top of her room. It was really hard for me to stay on top of my own room. It was really hard for me to stay on top of my dishes and everything else. So until I realized, okay, I do better when the house is clean. Chloe behaves better when she the house is clean. Mia behaves differently when the house is clean. When the trailer is picked up and there's the surfaces are cleaned off, okay, she gets on the table more, but 
she climbs up on the chair and gets on the table, but she's happy. (laughs) And I'm not saying that we need to be spending our days cleaning and doing laundry and folding clothes. But Jesse and I both agree that having a maintained home really does benefit the whole family. And when you're constant and, and I get it when you're home all day, you're basically maintaining messes. I get it. Like I don't sweep my floors or vacuum until the end of the day sometimes. Cause I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> but showing up for our job show, this is our job ladies or men. If a man is listening and they're a stay at home parent, your children benefit having a parent home full time. I am a firm, especially the first three years. When I first, when Jesse and I decided to keep me home, we actually planned for just like the first three years and went through the dental assistant program. And that, you guys all know how that turned out, failing my exam. And um, we didn't really know the best route to take with changing careers. We were just, we knew it had to happen. And so we just, we jumped. We took a leap of faith and we did it. And I'm so thankful we did. But those beginning years of learning to show up when, what are you showing up for? Scrubbing toilets and washing windows? Yeah, mama. You are showing up for these kids. And part of that is cleaning the house. My aunt told me once, you're always going to have dishes and you're always going to have laundry. In fact, my mother uh, named, my mom named the laundry pile Mount Never Rest. And it's so true. We're always going to have laundry. We're always going to have dishes. And I'm not saying to make them a top priority, but we do have to teach our kids how to take care of what we have. If we want our kids to go on to have healthy habits instilled, let them see you make maintaining your home a habit. Let them see you making your marriage a habit, uh, maintaining your marriage a habit, make it your top priority. It's okay for you to say, okay, guys, let's, let's clean up, turn the TV off, blast some fun music, throw your, if you have little girls, put their hair in a bun, put your hair in a bun, say like, let's do this. And I'm not saying to spend all day on your house because that's not healthy either. And I've done that. I have done that. I've been the mom that was running from to the classroom, class parties, running to the store to get cupcakes, running home to finish the last load of laundry, running here, running. I was always busy until I found a routine, until I found like, okay, what's the most important part of maintaining a home for me, of motherhood, of doing all these things? Because motherhood, motherhood's going to be messy. And one of my really good friends, she always calls it uh, maintaining tiny messes. And you you are. We are maintaining tiny messes constantly. And it does feel frustrating sometimes and overwhelming. And it never feels like we have anything to show for what we've done at the end of the day except tired kids and our tired mom and dishes in the sink. But I promise you... That if you learn to maintain your home, 
it will start helping you mentally too. Like that's another thing. Learning to maintain my home was a huge shift in my, uh, um, mental health. Wow. Lost that train of thought. Learning to maintain my home, eating healthy and making sure that I'm, I'm spending time with people that are going to bring encouragement, listening to things that are going to bring encouragement, reading my Bible. It's not about perfectionism. Is that word? Perfectionism? Perfectionist? It's not about being a perfectionist. Sorry. Hang on, guys. I need another drink of coffee. It's not about being a perfectionist more so than being consistently showing up. And when you're consistently showing up, if you're consistently showing your children what it looks like to show up when it's hard, they will see that. They will see you push through. They will see you keep showing up. And that is going to speak volumes to them. Another thing that I've learned of being a stay-at-home mom that really helped, especially with the whole ADHD mind that I have. Thanks, Dad, for that. Um, totally joking. I mean, I'm not. I got it from my father, but he knows I'm joking. <laughs> um, one of the other things that I've that's really helped me with treating my job, treating being a stay-at-home mom as my job, because it is my job. It, it is solely my job. Here's the thing. Jesse doesn't just show up for the fun parts of his job. He doesn't just show up when it's going to be a really fun job and he's excited to get going on it and or whatever. He doesn't just show up for the fun parts. He shows up when it's over 100 degrees out. He shows up when he has to be at work at 4 in the morning. He shows up when it's pouring down rain, hail, all the weather in one. He still shows up. So are you showing up to that same dedication? Or are you saying, oh, I'm not going to clean the house today. I'm, I'm not going to take care of it because it's just, it's not the fun part. And I just need to go bond with my kids. Okay. But how often are you using the excuse to bond with your kids of sitting on the couch watching cartoons and not cleaning the house? Not maintaining what God has given you, what your husband, if he's a sole provider, is, or and you, you too are, are providing a, a clean home. You get to choose what kind of atmosphere your family lives in. Like, what an honor. Once I realized that I got to choose what kind of atmosphere my family lived in spiritually, physically, all of it, my whole perspective changed. So another, my next part that I keep trying to make, sorry, get up and get dressed every single day. Now, as I record this, it's still morning time and I am in fact still in my pajamas, but guess what? I'm going to go in, I'll wash my face, change my clothes, put on some makeup and we're going to tackle the day. We're going to do the things. We're going to laugh with our kids I'm going to laugh with my kids. I'm going to tickle my kids. I'm going to do some school. I'm going to play in the pool. 
if it warms up enough. We're going to juggle some dishes, make some lunch, pick up our messes as we make them. Don't set it down, put it away. And we're going to maintain this home together, spending the day together, creating memories together right where we are. Because that's what we were called to do. We were not called to live in the ditches. We were called to rise up and walk. And believe me, like I said, ADHD brain, I totally understand feeling overwhelmed with the house, especially if it's not something that comes natural to you. I get it. I 100% get it. And don't feel bad if your kids don't have a chore chart. We actually don't do chore charts. Um, we Chloe has a couple chores that she's responsible for doing a couple times a week. Um, and one of those things is just maintaining her own room without being asked. And we... I mean, we still remind her, you know, like, hey, don't forget to do your chores. But I really, if you've watched the the Disney movie Robots, um, see a need, fill a need. So that's kind of my motto in our house is if you see something that needs to be done, don't wait to be asked to be to do it. Just do it. If you see that the garbage is overflowing, just do it. Or if I ask Chloe to go do something, she's really good about just being like, okay, yeah, she always has a helpful attitude. But here's the thing, and here's why I don't push chore charts. I watched some of the most impressionable women in my life. I watched them take care of their families with huge diligence. And their homes were always maintained. Their homes were always, it was always a clean environment. They were, it was always um, picked up. My mom always had a her home was always maintained too. Like it, it, so I always saw, I, kids learn by seeing and they learn by doing too. Absolutely. Like it is important. I'm not saying don't, don't give your kids chores and don't teach them how to, you know, pick up after themselves and don't, I mean, we're all about, okay, let's, you know, walk around, get all your toys off the floor. We, we do that all the time, but I don't think it's important I mean, it is, but it's not crucial to their upbringing to make sure they have five chores a day that they have to do that just don't be, I guess, I guess what it is, is we're not super strict with the chores because I just always see as like, okay, things have to be done. If I ask you to go do something, I expect you to show up and I expect you to do it to the best of your ability. And we don't have animals right now in, in this chapter of our life except for our big dog. And, you know, and so if we were to live on a farm or if we had, you know, multiple animals, then yeah, absolutely. Like animals have to be taken care of every single day. But if Chloe's in her room playing or if she's doing school, I'm not going to have her stop to necessarily you know, come help me rinse the dishes or help me put dishes away. I'll, I'll just do it because she's doing something that she needs to be doing in that moment. And I know she's most likely watching me or she knows like, okay, mom's in the other room cleaning. And the reason why I feel like that's enough sometimes in some cases, some cases is because I watched women that 
always took care of their families and like I said, always maintained their homes. And that stuck with me. I took that with me into adult adulthood. I'm I get glimpsed sometimes of how my sister used to um mop the floors. And I would take I I remember watching these women and would take notes. I'm like, okay, well, this mom cleans dishes this way, but this mom does it this way and it gets done a lot faster. But this mom is, you know, very, very, very thorough and really takes her time. And, and I've learned to take certain things that those women that I, that I watched growing up and I applied them to my own life. And so if your kids aren't, you know, if you have to, if they're 12 years old, nine, 10, 11, whatever, and you have to keep telling them, pick up your socks, pick up your socks. If you have to keep repeating yourself, it's not that you're doing a bad job. It's not that they're never learning. They will learn. They're just, they're kids. How many times do we have to be reminded of things? How many, oh my gosh, I'm always having to be reminded of things. So don't beat yourself up if your kids just make messes and run away from them because kids, kids do that. And I mean, I get it. I, I get it. It gets overwhelming. So when you get up and sh- when, when you get up with your day, you start your day, um, get dressed, get, sh- get dressed like you would get dressed for a job. There are days where I will full blown curl my hair, put, you know, wear my favorite shirt, wear my jeans, even though I know I'm going to have to go in the bathroom in a minute and literally scrub the toilet. And I don't know why I keep using that as an example today, guys. I don't know what it is, but there's something about just knowing that you are ready for the day. If somebody came knocking on my door and I'm dressed ready for the day, my house is somewhat picked up and I have it, you know, slightly maintained. It's not as overwhelming when you have unannounced company. It's not as overwhelming when you have to run to the store last minute or when Chloe was in school full time. Um, I had to, I got called down to the school for something and I was so thankful that I had just gotten up and gotten dressed for that day and wasn't still in my pajamas and didn't take my sweet time because what's the point of showing up? I'm just going to clean all day. Yeah, you are probably going to feel like you're cleaning all day, but you're going to feel a lot better cleaning in your favorite jeans and your favorite shirt and some some makeup on and your hair feeling cute than you are if you're just wearing the clothes that you slept in the night before. I mean, I get it. And there were days where I literally would just change my pajamas out for a pair of leggings. I do that all the time. But get up, get dressed. That really helps. And then another thing that I started doing when I was really trying to navigate um, my ADHD brain and cleaning. and Because I would bounce from room to room to room. And I think I've already kind of talked about this in a podcast. So I'm not going to go in too, in depth too much on this. But... I always, I was given advice a long time ago by one of the moms that I grew up watching. And she said, every day, make your bed. Every day. She goes, even if it just means pulling the covers up over and, you know, you don't do a super thorough job, just pull the covers up and just straighten out the blankets. She goes, it will make you feel better. And I tried it when I was going through my depression. I was just trying to I knew I needed some kind of a routine. I knew routine would help me get out of my depression. I knew having a clean house would help me. And so I tried it. 
And it's so true. Starting my day with my bit my bed made is like it 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 was a huge game changer and I didn't expect it to be, but it was it made me feel like, oh, okay. Well if my bed's made, now that my my bed is all cleaned off and made and there's nothing on it, now I just I started going around and I would pick up all the toys out of my room and um in fact my friend on her podcast, she mentioned that she doesn't even let her kids bring toys in her room. And I've actually been starting to implement that. And that helps a lot too. Like no toys in my room. Like you can bring them in there while you're hanging out with me, but you're not playing in my room. Like my room is not a playroom. You have all outside. You have your own space. Keep your toys out of my room. Like our trailer has a bedroom in it. It We have two bedrooms in our trailer. So we have the girls' room and our room. There is no excuse for toys to have to be stored in my room. And then also, um, I re- like may- I don't like starting my day with dishes. So I always make sure that I go to bed with clean floors and my dishes done. And I'm not perfect at this. There are nights where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to choose an extra an hour of sleep tonight over doing my dishes. Like there are times where I have to do that. Absolutely. I'm not saying I'm a robot here, guys. I'm, I just know that with how easy my brain can get derailed by a routine being off, I've learned that routine is really, really important to my sanity, literally, to, to, to my mental health. And being mindful of paying attention and being mindful of what, what, how routines just affect, just affect me in general. And so, and I'm still trying to figure out a routine for what's the best and quickest way to get out of the house on time. I, if you guys have any tips on that, drop them my way or adding a workout to my routine. Oh my gosh. I have not been able to figure out that one yet either. Like, yeah. So we're all in this together, guys. We're all learning. We're all figuring it out as we go. But learning to maintain my home and learning to take care of my family first, learning to say no, take care, taking care of myself, which means eating healthy, spending time with the Bible, talking to God, investing, you know, putting on wearing clothes that make me feel good, putting, treating my, my job as an actual job that I would get up and get ready for just like I would with any other career, treating it as my career. That's what it is. Treating this as a career has been a huge game changer. And that doesn't mean we don't have fun. I mean, I go on business trips all the time with the kids. We're always going somewhere. But I promise you that it will get, it will feel more natural the more you implement new habits. As you're breaking old habits and you're replacing them with new ones, it does get easier. And don't beat yourself up if it doesn't happen right away. It took, look at how long the habits that you're using now got you to where you're at. Okay, think about how long you've been using those habits that maybe aren't serving you anymore. It's going to take some time 
to start new habits. But be easy on yourself. Give yourself grace as you navigate new changes, as you navigate making new paths. And last last little thought. I try want another thought that helped me with um, being a stay-at-home mom and kind of makes you feel like you accomplished something that day because I always got jealous of Jesse that he could, when he worked on cell phone towers, he could step back and say, okay, we got a lot accomplished today. Awesome. I mean, they have to still go to the same site the next day and same thing with power lines now. Like, at least he can see what he's done in a day, you know? Even if it was a hard day, you can still see he still has something to show for it. So when you can have something that you can show for your day, that is going to help. And I don't mean just a ton of messes. So have one house, one part, (laughs) yeah, have one house you live in and one house you sleep in. That will solve all your problems. (laughs) Have one part of your house that's that's always picked up, that doesn't have any clutter in it, that you can relax in. And for me, I really like to keep that the family room. That's where we all spend our time. You know, if Chloe likes sleeping in a slobbish room, like I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, all right, well, when you're ready to fix it, let me know. And I navigate her on it here and there, but she's going to be 10 soon. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just bracing myself here. So going to bed with a clean kitchen and (laughs) I get it. I live in a trailer. So like my kitchen, dining room, living room, hallway is probably like the size, half the size of one of, you know, your average size rooms in your house. Like I get it. I, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get to a normal sized house, but these habits that I'm learning, that I'm applying in the trailer, these habits that I am creating now, I will take them with me when I get to where the, when I get to the next phase, when I get to where we're going. And that's all we can do is just keep relearn, keep learning new habits, keep applying them and just keep taking them with us from step to step from trying to use hand gestures and you guys can't see them. Anywho, Embrace the mess, but don't unpack and live there because we all benefit from taking care of ourselves. And I know a lot of that's fallen on you right now, mama. I know a lot of that is on your shoulders and I know that it feels so overwhelming and it's just you against the world. But I, you will feel better. If you have a young baby, put that baby on your back or put them on your front and get up and clean a section of the house, like a, just a small section, and you will feel so much better. And if you need resources on... If, resources on helping, like, figuring out how to declutter and you know, maintain these tiny messes, like reach out because I, I know I can find, I will find you resources. I know there are resources out there or Google it, go on Instagram, go on Facebook, 
The help is out there. Seek and you shall find. But this is your job. You are in this chapter of life for a reason. You are right where you need to be. And you have people counting on you. And yeah, cleaning house is part of motherhood. It is part of the things we are teaching our children how to be well-rounded adults. I have friends that were not taught how to cook or clean or any of those things. And adulthood hit them hard. They didn't know what to do. So do your kids a service and show them how to take care of themselves. And you show them by doing it yourself. Because it all starts with you. Don't forget that part. Starts with you, mama or daddy, whoever's listening. Starts with you making the shift first. It starts with you doing something different than what you're doing to get a different result. And you will see the benefits. You will reap what you... (coughs) Sorry. (coughs) You will reap what you sow. All right, guys. You're fantastic. Happy Wednesday. I am so thankful to be on this journey with you guys. You're amazing. If you guys can share the podcast and or hit subscribe, those little things help me out so much. I appreciate it. And definitely drop me your topics of what you guys want to hear about, what you guys would like to get some insight on because I'm... I'm not running out of ideas. I just want to make sure, or I'm not running out of topics. I just want to make sure you guys are getting what you need. So again, emilygrace.miller on Facebook. And let me know if I should start an Instagram. Anyway, don't forget, it starts with you one baby step at a time. And we'll chat next week. Love you guys. Hey guys. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. You all are amazing. Every single one of you who has been supportive on this, you guys rock. If you guys wouldn't mind taking a moment to share this podcast, maybe leave and leave me a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode, that would be fantastic too. Thank you again for all of your support. I love you all and I cannot wait to see where we go from here. Thank you.